Polly Muse. I'll take that from the top. Welcome. Welcome to Polly Muse. These are your favorite cousins. One with the long arms and one with the great tickles. I'm Michael. I don't know which. Is that both describing you or is that one for each of us? <laughs> oh, you got long arms. I, I, I'm a great tickler, right? I'm You're a great one. hugger. Those big long arms. That's apparently so. I <laughs> was not there when we rank all of the various superpower attributes that we have, but apparently that's the case. Yeah, well, you're a great tree hugger, which is great because we're covering sure. forest I would and to ATWA that. today. Oh, there you go. I'm a tree. I want to know about hugger. <laughs> I hug it with the inside of my lungs, but I don't know if that's the same kind of tree you're talking about <laughs> hugging or not. Well, anyways, we're here covering System of a Down, Toxicity Some album. real tree huggers. <laughs> yeah. Got the Sewed Boys. Nah, not really. They're a lot more militant, a lot more extreme, a lot more. They're out there, dude. This stuff is out there. They're all, you know, they are thinking about reinventing society. They're thinking about cults. They're thinking about war. They're thinking about massive group psychosis. These are topics. These are not love songs. These are not hate songs. These are some of this. I mean, obviously, some of these topics are evil, but some of these topics are beyond good or evil. They're talking about, you know, spiritual concepts of like, what is this about? Is this about a cult or something? It's a, like, this is a weird one. They say a bunch of weird things, creepy things. Is yeah, the, it poetic? Is it weird? Let's we'll find a, out. You know, a little, little touch of this and that. <clears throat> I think it's cool. It's weird. Yeah. Well, it's creepy. Verse one is supposed to be uh, like Mother Earth talking to a child that represents humanity. See, like I go. said, as big of a, con- you know, it's not an individual concept. We're talking about global concepts. Yeah, I'm sure that came through crystal clear for all, all listeners. Yep, all tree huggers united <laughs> as one and realized that. So it's just, just yeah. trying to show us the uh, error of our ways, uh, the chorus. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, why yeah. can't you see that you are? So it's like, why are you polluting? Did we do this already? I feel like we had a different system song where we're like, it could be about pollution. Mm, that could be many system songs. <laughs> Is it mental pollution, spiritual pollution, real pollution, political pollution, prostitution? Yeah. And the chorus is trying to get everyone to acknowledge they're part of a hive mind. Okay. And uh, part of the earth. Verse two, hypothetically, in my research, could be referring to make the forest turn to sand perhaps a middle east reference oh yeah right but what's wrong with sand i mean i guess if you had a forest to begin with (laughs) it's a cycle it's a cycle but don't destroy a forest i mean you know there's the sand is beautiful too yeah it's just you don't want to because then the bridge kind of brings us around to the unnatural uh, television and circumstances go. of we can religion and weapons television. that are mass produced that are not normal and um, a call to nature and no religion and uh, and no religion too yeah imagine there's no is it that kind of thing like a john lennon imagine what could we be with no ideologies no it seems we all to just be yes put the, our the differences aside as we know system of stop a down killing each other yeah is kind of anti. Oh, there's some hippies. No, I'm anti- kidding. <laughs> yeah. well, there's some tree hugs. No, 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 no. It's, there's it's, some trees with the inside of their lungs. That's how they hug trees. Yeah. There's a real. Speaking of that, <laughs> there's a very funny video of System of a Down at the cannabis, like some kind of cannabis tasting event, <laughs> where and this was like way like before it was legal. 
in America they're in like Amsterdam or something and they like got invited to like this high class world class cannabis event <laughs> awesome high tier <laughs> YouTube content of the system boys in the glory days yep you know just expressing how refined their palate is and how good <laughs> good of taste of certain delicacies they happen to have so they were keeping up that's the thing is like these are the guys that are got the world-class strains so that's kind of the tree hugging that they are known for in that way you didn't know yeah. but they are they are like powerhouse they're, they can get it done they're mad cheapers on that video some funny stuff so this could very much be seen as a conversation between god and jesus okay rick rubin i said the uh, rick rubin guitar riff is a great example of system of a down's creativity so we will hear that i agree with that there's a lot going on on this one. They've got a lot of different sections. They've got a lot of different, very operatic. It's the type of thing where it's, you got your highs and your lows and it's the same character kind of taking you through all the different emotions in one piece of music. Just It's very musical. We don't say it enough. They're thrashy and distorted and heavy, but the dynamics are there. The There's just so many aspects of the musicality. They're so tight. They use so many different textures to their sound. Like in this one, it starts off with that crazy like open snare and it just takes you back to that type of like Armenian music or Middle Eastern music. It's got that oompa oompa thing where yep. it comes from, you know, it's like almost a polka beat, but literally it's still almost like a hardcore rock beat. It, you know, they're pulling from both two different angles like they always are. And it's just that eeriness this one reminds me of like Hansel and Gretel type vibes where you're in the enchanted forest. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you don't really know like what's going to be around the corner. Yep. It's like, it could be anything. It could be Narnia. It could be, you have no idea <laughs> exactly. where you are, what country you're in, what type of place you're in. It gives you that vibe just musically, just with the way they, the different tones they do. You could put it on. I feel like it just, it's that type of emotion where you could put this song It'd be a weird opera, but this song put an opera singer doing this song. And Serge Tankian has done that type of music yep, too. He actually absolutely. toured with an orchestra. I don't know if they did Forest. I don't know that they did. But we're in he that could. territory. We, yeah, like we're in no... that realm where even when it is kind of this alternative rock, you know, new metal thrash banger song, the performance of it the tonality of it it's like it's opera the way he's the emotional way that he performs the vocals is just astounding and it's all surge it's no darren on the vocals which is a rare rarity darren won't stop now yeah. the recent two they did darren won't shut up <laughs> i wish he would they're both good it's they're great that they are both so talented that they can sing together and that's always my preference you know coming off the lincoln park podcast where they have two great Front men, too great. You know, I I want that aspect. I value that in System of a Down. But by the end of their career, Darren really did start overshadowing him on a lot of that stuff. So it's cool to see a a uh, Surge solo track, as it were. And you know what? Let's give it a rip. Let's do Forest here on Polymuse Radio. I don't actually like this song. Wow. We listened to it a lot when we, we were younger, because this was in the first batch of songs we were pulling offline i think on the unofficial mixtape yes i don't think it's has a lot of memorable lyrics i don't what? think it's quite experimental enough to be super special i actually think it's kind of boring okay. i skip the song a lot i <laughs> am on the far other end of the spectrum on this song i'm kind of surprised 
This is one of the ones that we did as as kids that we had and and were creeped out by and enjoyed and played. I remember yeah. specifically playing this song, sleeping on the floor of our grandmother's music room and listening to this song and being creeped out by it. Yeah. The part you're wrong about, he says circumcision in this song. How is that not a memorable lyric? Can you remember any other song where they say that? Not no. that it's a cool, I mean, it's creepy and weird. And like <laughs> at the time, it's like, what the, yeah, what, what did he say? I'm just saying it is memorable. I'll never forget that forest <laughs> is the song where he says the circumcisions on the chair. Like, I'll never forget that. Like, I don't know what he's talking about or I why he said out that. <laughs> but if you said, what is the song where they say that? I have zero seconds flat. I'd say forest. I remember Bounce very vividly, Shimmy very vividly, but Forrest did not age well for me in their canon of uh, music. Forrest is one that I remember. It's one that was a favorite. It's one that I go back to just as as creeping, creeping the heck out of me at the time, which as I've said, like all the stuff I thought was creepy at that time became the stuff that I liked more and more as the older i got this one i gave this song an s tier ranking wow it's in my favorites this was on the fence just now i realized i had one too many songs on my mixtape and this was on the chopping block that's why i had to make up my dang mind at this point (laughs) and i made it it's on the mixtape my new mixtape it was on i really i know i get what rick rubin meant about the riff because this is basically system of a downs enter sandman almost it's not quite as bad as that where metallica's got enter sandman where they just play the same riff over and over (laughs) but they do so many different variations on the riff that you don't realize that it's just down now 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 like the same exact exact notes repeated and it's kind of like that where they do kind of the the condensed version of the riff and then the spread out slow version of the riff and they just it's the same kind of patterns but they're doing every possible like variation on it to get you to the fast stuff and the slow stuff and the sludgy stuff and the yep. breakdown stuff it's still just that down now 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 yeah but they condense it and spread it out and do a fast one and a slow one and i appreciate that for whatever reason <laughs> dude this one just gives me a mental image like of of the forest of the it certainly gives mental imagery absolutely and it could go a lot of different directions with the subject matter as well yeah i give it a c minus actually is that the biggest gap we've had on season two so far probably the biggest the fans might have to let us know (laughs) if there's that seems like a large yeah gap between some of these we've been dead on. Yeah. Lincoln Park, we started to disagree more. Uh, you know, some of them, it'd be the ones I liked was the ones you were not like. <laughs> yes. So, you know, we'll see what happens down the line, how they can continue to be creative. I get what you're saying that it's not, it doesn't jump out as well, any. I, I just like it, I guess, for the reasons that you like it. So it's just very interesting. But we are like that sometimes on right. some tracks every once in a while but not to this degree usually that i think that's a success for them though spiders was kind of like that where it's like you liked not that you loved it but well, maybe you like it was an early track it's an early track yeah. we've had a, a hiatus mentally but <laughs> for you the listeners at home you have no idea how much research we've done in between <laughs> spiders and now but it just the point is they do it is what it is like it's a success in that they nailed the kind of one riff concept, yep. but if you don't like that concept or if you just, you know, yeah. I see what you mean where it's like you didn't need this one on there. 
Yeah. It's not the worst. I just, I just, I'm not coming back to it. We couldn't find a spot for Darren. It's just, I don't, it's just something that I didn't find particularly interesting. They could have pushed more of the elements that she were bringing out in what made it unique. And I just uh, didn't like it. And I mean, you know, I just, it hasn't, it hasn't stuck with me over the years and re-listening to their catalog as a particularly interesting piece for me. So it's interesting that it's on your S tier. I considered it for early, like it was in my initial draft. It was on the chopping block. I'll tell you what song got cut instead of this, but that's not coming up for a long, long time. There okay. were, I had to get it. I had 15, had to get it down to 14. It was between Forrest and another song. Did not get the S okay. and Forrest. Forrest made the last pipsqueak effort. Final draft pick for the mixtape was Forrest. Does anyone remember the song? Atwa, the second song that mm, we're covering in this we'll episode. Talk about. Don't know what it stands for. Oh, no, wait. Content. Air, trees, water, air? Yes. Is it another Greenpeace, Green, Love Mother Earth? Uh, so this is the... trees uh, with your lungs type of song, hippie right. thing. So this is the Manson song. Oh, so it is. It's yeah, a hippie, yeah, dippy, yeah. trippy, stab you song. Okay. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. when hippies go bad, folks. Yep. Old Charles Manson, who led the uh, cult in the 1960s, of course, convicted of murder and conspiracy to commit murder along with his seven cult members. He didn't kill people. He convinced other people to kill people. His ideology. Correct. He'll never get out of prison. Perpetuated a number of uh, different crimes. So the first verse refers to Manson being in prison. Basically, he doesn't care if he's in jail. He's got nothing to gain to lose. Effectively, I've got nothing to gain to lose are the lyrics. The chorus then is Manson, is a reflection of Manson giving up prison. Manson, he was be denied safe in parole. Cell. Be thankful it's jail. Exactly. And kind of the post chorus could refer to the three wise monkeys see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil, because he's in prison and can't promote his ideology. That's kind of the reference there from what I picked up in my research. So thanks, for, guys, for promoting his. <laughs> yeah. So uh, system has a very strange tie-in with him and and his beliefs there. They're being creepy. They're they're like, oh, they're playing devil's advocate a little bit here. Is that what they're trying to do to us? Are they trying to get us to think about the gray in between the black and the white, and possibly I, they're being creeps? Yeah. Don't like him in real life. Yeah. I mean, I get it. It's a thematic thing. I don't like serial killers. Like some people think it's funny. And there's people who go go overboard of like, I love like Criminal Minds, all those shows don't like I don't want to know how you think, (laughs) you know, it's all about like, oh, how does this someone someone think to be able to do such a thing? And let's dissect and analyze like, ah, no, thank you. Yeah. No, not my favorite thing to do. No, (laughs) don't like those shows. System of a Down's thought process is at what point do we separate the message from the messenger right as far as his thoughts he does have some green earth kind of thoughts but they are so buried deep down in a a mix of other things so my thoughts is why do we need this song or manson to deliver that kind of peace to earth yeah um, messages and i think it's really um counterproductive to system of a down's own message yeah that's a good point to use him as a messenger yeah someone who's with such a horrific past that dilutes it a little bit yeah when yeah. you're using someone like that so as it's, yeah, it's almost a devil's it, advocate. Exactly. Oh, it seems almost more for shock value. Yes. Which is kind of ironic. That... This is where, okay, separate the message from the message. I get that. Like, I understand being able to listen to music. Yeah, I mean, look, there's so, people worse. There are worse recording artists now that I think about it. If, well, 
<laughs> well, let me give you yeah. so Darren, for example, compared him to like OJ Simpson. Like OJ sure. Simpson was terrible, but he was a great football player. Uh, and it's like that's we very much condemn OJ Simpson, everything he's done, and for the most part we do wash away his football past uh, for everything that he's done. And there's comparisons to like Martin Luther King cheating on his wife, which again would how it, how yeah, do you contrast not... infidelity in a personal life to all the mo- you know, ability someone has to make changes on a national level and worldwide level to Well you know, what if he killed his wife? Not even... Well, so let's play what if MLK killed his wife just for instant or whatever or whoever. Pick whoever. It's obviously there's varying degrees <laughs> Agrees to where we will excuse. You're right. Okay, and he has nothing to do with Charles Man. That's silly for them to. I see what they're saying. Silliness. It's the yeah. opposite. And like, oh, this is the opposite: is a good person who did something bad versus yeah. a bad person who did one good thing. Yeah. O.J. Simpson was actually acquitted of murder, if we remember correctly. So he wasn't even actually convicted, and we fully recognize that he, he probably did, it. did something wrong. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> so it's like that's not a great comparison. The glove didn't fit. <laughs> And maybe, maybe we would look at Martin Luther King if he was delivering his message a different way than just uh, infidelity. But again, it's murder, as you suggested. There's recording artists who've, who've been accused of things that are probably equally as bad. I mean, there's certain... Who knows? I mean, yeah. it's, it's... I know what they mean. I know what they mean to separate the recording from the... Just because someone does something bad. I mean, whatever. Let's go... It's just a very We grew strange... up with the Cosby show. Yeah. We might as well talk about specific. <laughs> Far be yeah. it from us to further trash the <laughs> reputation. We might as well name names yeah. of the type of thing. We're, that's what we're talking about, yeah. though, where it's like yeah. he was so positive to so many people yes. in his career and in his work, personal life, private life, what he created. Like, there's so many good things, some of the things that he did with his time that it's confusing. I mean, it's whatever. I get what they're trying to do. I'm just not sure anything positive came from Madsen or that that same message that he had couldn't have come from someone with positive. You know, that's our point. That's a good point. (laughs) You know, we have people that have delivered positive uh, results with mixed pasts. And then we have Manson, who's a big zero. (laughs) We're like, why was he uh, a message deliverer? And just to talk about Manson one more time for the universe, I mean, get it out of here and just so we never have to bring it up again. You know, there is the connection to Marilyn Manson where it's the first name is a supermodel and then or whatever. And then the last name is a serial killer and all the members of his band are like that. So that's another of him being used as the duality of Charles Manson, Marilyn Manson, whatever. And Slim Shady references Charles Manson frequently where he... But he references it in the way of how Slim Shady is a cult leader to, you know, get kids to do bad stuff. And all that is a joke. It's just, you know, when when you make a comparison, when you make a reference, when you do something tongue in cheek, they should be able to do whatever shock value extreme thing that they want. And they I understand they want a certain amount of shock value to get their message across, but possibly not the correct way to shock. And it's so buried in there. I mean, we had no idea this was a Charles Manson thing until we. Yeah, it just seems contradictive to their messaging. And they've always been very, not always, I don't, I don't want to say clear in their messaging, but strong in what, in their beliefs. So to twist this in there just seems very uh, unproductive and um, counterproductive and uh, kind of makes you look at me, look at them sideways a little bit. So, and Marilyn Manson actually did have, does have allegations of something. That's very confusing. That's why it's confusing yeah. because okay. he took it as like, 
Oh. No, that's why it's confusing because he yeah. took it as like a slim shady thing where it's like it's not real. I'm not really a psycho. I'm yeah. just kidding. Yeah. I I'm just referencing a real psycho and then it's not true. Like he is a like then he abuses women. Yeah. So the whole thing he's been used as an example of like oh am I crazy or am I just kidding or is it just a performance or am I really crazy or am I this way or am I that way and it's like I'm crazy. I'm disappointed in Marilyn Manson honestly because yeah. he was the poster boy for like oh just because I make disturbing art right. doesn't mean yeah. that disturbed. I'm a disturb <laughs> right. that I am what I, a criminal yeah. criminal we'll see what happens we'll okay. see who goes to jail. So musically, I do like it. I mean, we've gone on and on about the yeah. concept. It's heavy. It's got that like chill, really long chill intro with the kind of clean guitars. And then when they get into the, you don't care about how I feel. Dun, 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 dun. It just thrashes. It's slow, grindy, not grindy, but sludgy. Like it's that slow pound you over the head with it rhythm. And you could definitely sway to this, dude. If this was like Wall of Death, this is where you get it ready. Yeah, like slow mosh, not like crazy running around, like hardcore dancing, but like just everyone swaying as one just menacing type of riff. <laughs> For sure. And I can get behind that. Yeah. That is going to be okay in the rankings with me musically. Yeah. So about 45 seconds of the guitar to, to kind of start there, and then you get the crashing violence versus the calm versus kind of back and forth there that we see the start contrast is where um switching up there lyrically. So yeah, and then the bridge guitar breakdown gets a little wild there, which is nice. And it's almost like the subject matter of kind of either breaking down in prison or retreating into your cell or maybe his insanity. Could be a lot of different directions based on the content there. So it's kind of cool to see that contrast or comparison, I should say, in the uh, actual instrumentals there. What's that shakeout to for a grade for you, all things told? I gave it a solid B. I gave it a B plus. I think that riff is good. I really think it locks in tight. It deserves to be on the album. I think the concept of it, the gimmick of it could have been more. They do have the both vocalists on there with the Darren. It sounds good. It's the right amount of both of them where they're not overpowering each other. B plus makes sense. Cool. B plus for you. B for me on ATW. Hey. On the P-O-L-Y-M-U-S-E. P-O-L-Y-M-U-P-O-L-Y-M-U-S-E. Holly Muse, it's your favorite show. Take What's your you favorite through. boys? Yeah, so we'll keep rolling along. We'll keep hitting you with those systems of a down. Keep an eye out for next week's episode. Still in the toxicity era. You know what? You're about to just buckle up for the next episode. It's about to hit you right now. <laughs>